Hello and welcome to the Pixel Spank <laughs> podcast episode 11. My name is Danny Spiteri. I'm your host for this evening and joining me today is... Hi, I'm Chloe Spore. <laughs> <laughs> you think my voice is really that high? That wonderfully high voice was Ben North. It's Brian Jazeeb. <laughs> and joining Ben, joining Brian Jazeeb is Patrick Grizzam. <laughs> That's Patrick Graham. And then I've already been mentioned. I don't need to Chloe go again. So, or Chase Beer. Chase, Chase Beer. What was mine? Derry Stewart. <laughs> yes. Derry. 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 Not dairy. Dairy. You know me and dairy don't get on. <laughs> <laughs> God bless me with an intolerance to lactose. <laughs> anyway, let's start the podcast as we always do by talking about the games that we have been gaming. The, ben. Ga- the games we've been gaming. <laughs> the games we've been gaming. Uh, I've been playing Guns of Icarus online. Ooh, hopefully we might have more to talk about that later. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Possibly. Who knows? So it's a steampunk Zeppelin team-based shooting game. Sounds good. I don't think I have to say any more than that. No, I think team-based team Zeppelin shooting. Are, are you like? A, do you control like a Zeppelin shooting other yeah, Zeppelins? So or you're, what? Yeah, you're a team of four on a, an airship. Oh, you have to uh, shoot down the other airships. You have one pilot, and then you can have either gunners or engineers. You sort of pick your team. Let's talk about Zeppelins. Why don't it's, we have them anymore? Because they're a fight. Have you heard of this little thing I like to call what, the, Hindenburg? the Hindenburg? I thought that was just a freak accident or so something. Anyone who doesn't know what was the Zeppelin? Like a no, a blimp, a blimp. Like, a, like a blimp uh, for the audience. You know, it's like a very giant, long, hot air balloon. Yeah. Oh, well, like like the ones they have to carry ships and stuff in films. What? Um, what? Like a steampunk thing. Like in Three oh, Musketeers, yeah, Stardust. Yeah, in, it, sort of thing. it appears a yeah. lot in steampunk. Yeah, yeah steampunk. like that. Yeah. Yeah, so wait a minute. I thought the Hindenburg. I watched the Hindenburg film, mm. yeah. and that was Nazis sabotaging it, wasn't it? Well, six people that's died a in that. Work so. of fiction. You are six aware people. of that. Yeah. No, obviously be- that's a be- tragedy. Be- but. Be- six people died. <laughs> seven people on board. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, yeah, I think I'd love to see a sky full of. Yeah. Well, so the, I would think that suddenly I'm in an alternate history. Yeah, where the reason that we have many more is because they're incredibly slow. Mm. You know about the Empire State Building was designed as like what? a dock for for what it was. <laughs> and Zepp. the uh, the big point at the top, they had to have a reason to put that on to make it the world's tallest building, and that reason was as a Zeppelin station. Hmm. Never actually got used as well. Oh, that's no. a crazy tangent. Well, Danny, you brought up Zeppelins. You didn't, you didn't know me and Paddy had a vast Zeppelin knowledge. Exactly. <laughs> I, learn, I learn new things about you every day. So, good game? Good game? Yeah, it's great fun. Cool. Any other games you've been gaming? Uh, <laughs> uh, not a lot else, really, just that. Cool. Uh, Patrick Gazine. <laughs> <laughs> I've discovered this game called The Simpsons Tapped Out. Which, oh, yeah. oh, my God. Which Don't play that. Is, that. That is so 2011. I know. <laughs> also, you need to add me on there. We need to be. <laughs> I love that. Don't play that, but add me. It's so addictive. <laughs> it, it is a little bit addictive. It it's, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like Sims and SimCity. You basically have to rebuild Springfield after, it, after it's been blown up and make people do little tasks and try and make it big and glamorous and glamorous. so you got time for that have you got no time for Hearthstone it takes no time for that 
It's it takes forever, and I've had times where I'm just like, I'm why am I bothered with this? But I can't leave it alone. Just set them all for like year long jobs. Mm. They're not any years. Well, no, he he's got a really long one on his ninety farm, days. Mm. Also, there's another game I've been playing as well. It's called Infection, where you basically design you plague. Well, the version I've been co- playing is called Infection, where you design um, viruses or whatever to wipe out the world as quick as possible. It's, re- it's really it very much like plague. The, the way the rich spend their money. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> I will destroy you. So, Chloe, have you been playing any games? Halfstone. Still Halfstone? Takes up all my time. Nothing else? No. Just Halfstone. All my time is dedicated. Every day, all day, Halfstone. I've become very good. I, uh, Extremely good. I actually open up battle.net and log in just to throw you off. I was like, yeah, a week ago. It was a week ago you went on there. I yeah. could look. Yeah, and someone uh, did add me on there. Some someone mad something. I don't know whether that was because they're close to me yeah, or whether like... because I threw out my tag for the week, but thanks. Cool. We'll chat one day, I'm sure. It's probably Damien outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already got him on there. So um any so no other games other than Hearthstone? No. Actually, no, no, did oh. play Nintendo Land yesterday. Yeah, we did play Nintendo Land. This Pikmin game's actually really, really Pikmin good. Pikmin game? It's got like Fucking 16 good. levels. Yeah, I know it's Jesus. really good. I only played the competitive one, which I thought was bollocks. Yeah. Whereas the, the uh, co-op one is really fun. And it's actually made me want to get Pikmin. Don't worry, I'm not touching touching stuff on the desk we're still recording yeah pikmin does look really good actually. yeah pikmin 3 looks really good and i feel I, like I an hour of reason to buy one of those little creature toys the little soft cuddly oh, yeah, toys yeah. i really want one now they're really cute and it made me think back to the press conference the nintendo one in was it 2012 where reggie declared that he felt like a purple pikmin. i feel like a purple pikmin and um they had that start um, the the starting video where Shigeru, yeah, Shigeru yeah. Miyamoto is kind of in his dressing room, and there's all the Pikmin ones in his pocket, and then they project them. On, well, they have a screen, and they're filming the audience and projecting them on there. I love, I, I love those little bastards. They're so cute. They are cute. So um, yeah, we played that yesterday. And that was yeah, really cool. That was fun. Um, the only game I've actually played this week is Strider, the uh, the new release. Well, it's reasonably new. Um, a remake of the original game. And uh, yeah, I've just started that, but it's fun. What are you playing it on? Uh, PS4. What is Strider? Apart from Aragon's alternate name. It is a side-scrolling arcade slice-em-up. Yay! It's pretty fun. It's absolutely gorgeous on PS4, so I think that will probably be my next review if I can get through it soon. So yeah. I've just remembered, I also played the Stanley Parable. Oh yeah, that was on sale on Steam, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah, I brought it then and played for it a few times. Was it good? It's all right. Yeah, it's a bit fuck you in many yeah. ways. It's whoever made it, they they'd clearly seen like they played Portal and Portal Two and thought, yeah, let's get rid of all the portals. We'll just have the walking through rooms bit. It's still it's quite good. Mm. You know, it's worth a punt. Is it like Dear Esther, more of a kind of interactive book? No, I wouldn't say that. But I'd say you you could probably get as much watching someone play it as you could from you playing it. Mm. Well, I watched you play the entire of Portal 2. I loved it. Yeah. Can't can't stand playing Portal if I'm shit at it. <laughs> but I love all the writing, yeah. so yeah. Cool. Yeah, blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. The cake was not a lie. Let's move on. 
to the news. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> That's far worse than the original one. I can't remember what the original one sounds like. Get your homework, man. Go back and listen. <laughs> I'm busy. So, start off the news with news about Nintendo Wi-Fi. It's been terminated. So this is the Wi-Fi program for the uh, Wii and DS. Yep. Um, so basically that you kind of to... blue sticker, didn't it? What? The symbol for Nintendo Wi-Fi, oh, which yeah. is the, like a blue circle. So what, what exactly does that mean? So then? you won't be able to play any DS or Wii games online. Although the only oh. game I ever played online on my Wii was Monster Hunter, and they closed those servers down a while ago. I only oh. played Mario Kart. That's Apparently fine. that was broken on there, on, online. Oh. Snaking and all. Well, they, they always say that, but it's one of those things you... Maybe half the time you'd come across it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't every race. But, I mean, I think part of that is they want people to actually be playing the Mario on the Wii U. But it's coming out soon. Um, no, it's Gamefly, wasn't it? Is it Gamefly? Game Spy. Game Spy, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, they they ran all the service and they got brought out by another company. And that basically they said, look, do you want to keep paying for these? Obviously, most companies said no. I think all companies said no. So they just terminated it. Mm. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption, for example, got turned off as well. Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. But fair enough, Rockstar immediately brought out a separate solution to it. Mm. Um, but it is important to note that the Wii online store, where you can download games, is still available. Mm. Regardless. Um, and Nintendo just said gave some generic, we at Nintendo sincerely thank our fans for their continued support, blah, blah, blah. Please buy our new stuff. Yeah, basically. So, more Nintendo news. Apparently, there's going to be a GameCube-inspired Wii U controller. Um, and this will be released around the time of the uh, Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. Huh. That is a smart idea. I think. I mean, although it's not actually... Is it? Is it a, an official... I think it might be an official one. Um, yeah, so... And it says on this press release that... Um, it will work with the Wii and the Wii U, um, and it basically works the same way as a classic controller pro where you plug it into the bottom of a Wiimote. But yeah, hopefully it should look cool. There's actually a peripheral you can buy now. It's unofficial that allows you to... I think you plug it into a Wiimote and you plug a GameCube controller into it. Oh, yeah, just so like it, a connection lead. Yeah, so it gives you a wireless connection. It, it does work with Wii and Wii U. And it, that's available now, although I don't know if it works with... With all Wii U games. Mm. Um, so yeah, sounds cool. Moving on. Minecraft is coming to the PlayStation 4. Don't you dare say when. And PlayStation Vita. Don't say when. Soon. Good. <laughs> um, I will break you. So the PlayStation 4 version will have significantly bigger worlds, greater draw distance. Um, and it will include all the features of the most recent PlayStation 3 version, blah, blah, blah. So you can save between your PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Vita, uh, and all um, that stuff. No, you can only do it one way. What do you mean? You could take a PS3 world to PS4, but you couldn't go back again. Oh, could you not? No. Oh. I imagine that's how it often works with these kind of things. It's always all your old stuff can go to your new thing, but not the other way around, or it yeah. can't go back Oh, yeah, because obviously the PlayStation 4 world is bigger than the PlayStation 3 world. Yeah. Um, and now the interesting thing about this is that it, uh, if you own the PlayStation 3, 3 version, you can upgrade to the PlayStation 4 version for a small fee. 
Five, um, about five quid, they've said. I yeah, think. well, they've said five dollars, but obviously, I mean, it'll probably end up being about five quid. Yeah. It's the usual way. Um, and apparently they're also in talks to uh, Mojang, this is, with Sony, to sort out something where if you bought the disc version, you get still some kind of discount or... Well, they've already said if you brought the PS3 version, you get the Vita version, don't you? Yeah. So, yeah, it's completely cross-by. cross, cross by. So, um, yeah. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about that later. Uh, I, I bet you'll finally actually play it now that you've got it on Vita for free. And then... Uh... You'll, yeah, I'll rea- it on Vita. you'll realize how wrong you were and it is a fantastic game you'll get addicted and then you'll come and see the immense world i've built for you to die in <laughs> wow geez. so um yeah more sony news apparently the playstation 4 is already profitable which is quite soon after it's come out so for those who don't know when um manufacturers release their consoles quite often they'll have to sell the console at a loss and they make their money back on all the software um and I mean, I assume it's through like I don't know refinement of the manufacturing process or something that consoles can be made cheaper, or is it they ordering but more uh, bulk numbers? Ben, I'm looking at you. I feel like you have the answers. <laughs> Tell us, Ben. Tell us everything. Well, I don't know about that, but obviously, as they go on making them, parts will become cheaper. As they yeah. do, the cutting edge goes to the not so cutting edge. The price of hard drives decreases. All, all that kind of crap. But the fact that they become profitable now, I don't fully understand what they mean by that. The only, the only reference... Sell, if they sell the console without any software, they've already made a profit, whereas before they were making a loss on the actual console itself. Yeah. Well, the, the, thing, it, the thing I'm wondering is, I know um, back when the Wii U was released and it looked promising, um, Nintendo said they need to sell one Wii U plus one game and that's in profit. That... Yeah, that little scenario. So if if Sony are now in a, a point where they're selling each PlayStation Four at a profit, that's unheard of. Pretty for remarkable. Them. Yeah, I don't think they've ever done that before. I think Nintendo with the Wii that was the first time they were selling a console not at profit, like they're making a loss. I no, think... no, they were selling that at massive profit. No, no, initially though, wasn't it? No. Oh, <laughs> when the, when the, when they first made the Wii, it was old hardware. Yeah, I suppose cost bollocks to put out (laughs) so speaking of nintendo nintendo um one of their french representatives has uh, come out and said that smash bros on the wii u will use the nfc figures that we talked about last podcast yeah he kind of fucked up (laughs) yeah do you 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 reckon he wasn't it wasn't meant to be saying this or he he said it and i think the the it was posted on nintendo france's website and the next day it was taken down and then two days later it was back up again yeah so it's this was um yeah Stefan Boll. So he he's the man who <laughs> fucked up. Stefan Boll. <laughs> Stefan Boll. Um so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what these figures will be, especially considering that game itself hosts so many different characters. My my hope will be I, that it will be ca- the the figures will be of the characters you play as and they'll work in one of two ways. They'll either be a way of saving your sort of custom move sets and all that yeah. sort of jazz. So when you go over to your mate's house, you bring that with you, plug it in, and it's kind of like your character there, and you build up sort of, like, not stats, but... Uh, what do you call it? Well, stats, I suppose. Yeah. What you've done, how many times you kicked his ass, that kind of thing. Mm. And possibly you get an extra uh, character skin. 
uh, an extra out- outfit. That's what they That'd be them. really cool. I don't really... I mean, I'm, I'm not even that bothered about how they're put in the games. I just want these figures. I think they'll be quite small, though, aren't they? Yeah, well, I mean... Probably like the size you've seen the size of, of those Pokemon, Pokemon ones. ones. Exactly. Yeah. So if you've got, like... I think maybe a little bit Mario bigger, in that size is going to look really stupid. Like, it's not going to look really detailed. Or well, it wouldn't be Super Mario, I think it should be, like, obviously. slightly just... Slightly bigger, like this big. No one can see this, but um, she's holding her It's about four to five inches. Yeah. Four inches, yeah. But they're probably going to be about two inches. Do you reckon you'll? Do you reckon you'll end up buying these, Glow? If they look good, I'll just buy them just because they look good. Yeah. Yeah. It's the sort of thing I can imagine you buy when when you're in game around Christmas time and you see them in the bargain bin for yeah. surprisingly <laughs> cheap, and you think, yeah, I'll buy yeah. a lot. <laughs> I'll take a hundred. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Although, what is interesting is that he didn't mention that they'd be working with the 3DS version of the game. But previously, Nintendo said that they will be releasing that little kind of almost Skylanders portal so that you can connect it to your 3DS and use that, the the figures. So, I don't know. I mean, it remains to be seen whether they can get that kind of producing time for the 3DS version of Smash Bros. I I wouldn't be surprised if if they didn't hold, hold all of that sort of stuff back for the Wii U version. Hmm. Fair enough. More Nintendo news. This is just a little bit of news, but um, The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, is coming to Wii U on Virtual Console. I Has anyone played this? Of this. Yeah. I haven't played Minish Cap. I've played it. It's very good. Which one's that? Made by Capcom. It's the one where he has the talking hat that shrinks him. I like it when characters get shrunk in games. My favourite example being... Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> no. In which I am currently doing it. That's Super Mario World see. 2. Was it Land <laughs> of the Six Adi Coins Adi or something like that? Uh, six Golden Coins. Six Golden Coins. You go into, I think it's on several occasions. It's like there's a there's a house where you become miniature in that. Yeah. And there's also like a giant Mario. I don't think you become miniature in that. Or... Uh, not in that one. But yeah, there, there are a few where you, you become mini. I love that game. That's a fantastic Game Boy it's game. It's a good game. So that's available on Nintendo eShop for 3DS. I bought that. One thing to note, it won't be the colour version when you download it. <laughs> Is it not? No, it's <laughs> black and white. Yeah, a bit annoyed about that. Well, maybe... It, was it ever released for Game Boy Colour? Or did it, it do the thing where... Uh, like retroactively added colours, yeah. I think. Because I played it with colour. Yeah, so did I. When I played on the 3DS to download it, I was like, oh, black and white. It's still good, though. How do I know? They're golden coins. <laughs> At least, do you know what would have been interesting if when they put Game Boy games to download on the uh, 3DS, if they'd kept that kind of weird green colour for everything. <laughs> you know, back the early Game Boy games. But kind of monochrome. Yeah, that kind of green, grey colour. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> digitally encode that into the game. I don't know if they'd have to digitally encode it. I think, it, I think it's quite easy to do. You'd be surprised, Ben. I'm working on it right now. <laughs> Um, right, moving on. Bioware. Oh, Christ, I just clicked on the link. Bioware. <laughs> don't give the magic that. away. <laughs> Bioware has revealed what most players called their shepherds in Mass Effect 3. Well, oh, the Mass yeah. Effect series, actually. It was, John. it was the ones which aren't John or Jane, the yeah. default names. So, I'll just read the uh, top ones for the women. Sarah, Kate, Alice, Jessica and Alex. And the men's were Jack, James, Chris, Alex, and Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael Shepard. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> what did you call yours? John Shepard. What did you call yours? John. <laughs> what did I call mine? John Shepard. 
why we haven't played it. I, I'll explain why mine was. I played the first one. Not many people have. Have and uh, yeah, I played. Well, they right played more it. people have played now that it's on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Well, but... I I played for it once mm. and I went to play for it again, and I was going to change his name, but then I remembered never use his first name. Yeah. It's irrelevant. It's just Shepherd throughout. Yeah, so I, I just couldn't be bothered. I thought I'll just say it's John Shepherd, and then you import your character and you're John Shepherd the whole way. See, it's also a good name. Huh. It is a good name, and also I didn't bother customizing. In fact. Actually, the first time I played through the game, I did customise my character. I was kind of a bit of a... a you were Hispanic. He was, yeah, he was, he was Hispanic. <laughs> I, I was really boring. I kind of had the default like image and mm. name throughout. I mean, I would fiddle around with his stats, but... Um, you fid- fiddled around with it. Yeah, I fiddled around with it. Well, in, in my head, the, the voice actor goes with the default look. Yeah. yeah. Although, interestingly, when you see the voice actor, he you Looks don't expect his like voice to come from him. But, um, yeah, so, you know, Mass Effect 1 was on the Xbox 360. Mm. Talking of the Xbox and microphone mi- microphone, <laughs> I was really proud of myself for getting a good link in. It has a microphone. Keep going. You're and almost the there. the microphone within Connect. It won't be there anymore because... They're mi- taking the mic out. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? Tell us more. Jesus, Paddy, you went off the scales. <laughs> Has the lip reading on the Kinect become good enough that they it's no longer be- need a mic? It's so advanced. <laughs> so advanced that they don't need the microphone anymore. They can, wow. they can put it in front of a ventriloquist and know what they're saying. <laughs> so Microsoft have chosen to, from the uh, day of their E3 press conference which I don't know the date. I'm assuming the 10th of uh, June. I think they're the 11th. Um, second. Made that up. They have decided to sell the Xbox One without a Kinect. Opinions. It's a bit late. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit damn late, isn't it? It's So what's this going to do to their overall uh, price? Then? Price will go down. Price goes down to the same as the PlayStation 3, which is £350. Or three hundred forty nine pounds ninety. PlayStation three, PlayStation four. <laughs> they still play, selling PlayStation threes. I've had price. Wow, that's ludicrous. <laughs> Exceptionally well selling. Um, yeah, that's a very well selling product. <laughs> right. So um, yeah, what, what do you guys think? Bad idea. Yeah, it's their only unique selling point at that point, mm. and they got rid the of it. Thing is, I don't actually think it's that unique a selling point anyway, because the PS four is the what are they calling it now? That just the camera. We're just the camera. They they haven't come up with a strong enough brand for us. Yeah, to wasn't use. wasn't PS4 originally going to be sold with a camera? It's just like we'll just take that out just just to under price. Yeah, but then they Xbox. were really in high demand, weren't they in America? It, yeah, apparently in America they're, they're so quite if in Xbox demand. would have done that, you know, just taking the Connect out, people would be wanting the Connect. They'd have been golden. See, my issue with it, I mean, it's a good idea in that. Um, well, not Stop every game requires a Kinect, does it? Well, it's a good idea in the fact that I... So I'm considering getting an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. I would never use Kinect just because I don't, I don't see any evidence of it making the system better in the sense that none of the games really use it at the moment. Doesn't lots of, like, Just Dance or their equivalent of Just Dance use it? Yeah, but Chloe, how often do I play <laughs> Just Dance? I don't know. I just, just feel like that's, that's the one useful thing for it because it's quite popular, isn't it? But the thing is, I wouldn't use the voice commands and all that jazz. And um, all that jazz. And, I mean, so I'm happy that I can now potentially get an Xbox One for 350 quid rather than what it was. But 
I felt like that was the last remaining part of X, like of Microsoft's vision. Mm-hmm. When they announced, you know, we, we're bringing out the Xbox One, it's going to have the Kinect bundled with it. It's going to be always online. Always online. All this DRM nonsense. <laughs> you can't trade games. They, got, they slowly got rid of every single feature of it. This was the last thing that said, this is the Xbox One. D- don't forget the advanced DVR functionality, which doesn't <laughs> work in this country as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just... I'm struggling to figure out what is left of what they did. You know, what is left of their message that made them different? The other thing is... Well, you could could say that they they listen to customer feedback really well. You could say that you shouldn't interrupt people, but... You should say... (laughs) 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 Sorry, carry on, Patrick. No, I'm done now. <laughs> oh, You're a bit of a bitch, aren't you? <laughs> I had one thing to say, Danny. God's sake. Carry on, Ben. Well, now that now that not every con- Xbox has it, developers have no need to really allow for it. And if there's any developers that want to, they're kind of stuck now because they know, well, most people aren't going to have this going forward. And most people, even if they have it, it's in a drawer somewhere rather than mm. being connected. Yeah, but, but before, it, they could put out a game on Xbox and they knew for a fact everyone would have the mm. Connect. So that if they put out a game that, say, it's 10 quid and it's four hours long and it's amazing with Connect, I don't know how they do it. They do something magical <laughs> with it. <laughs> the fact that everyone has a Connect at that point means that no one's going to be put off buying it because they think, it's only 10 quid, I've got the Connect. But now if people don't have the connect, they're going to think it's 110 quid. Yeah. It's not worth it. So I that mean, little developer's fucked. And the other, yeah, the other thing is, immediately after this, this news broke, I started hearing about developers who were laying off people because they were working on connect-based games. Oh, and now these games will not sell and they're cancelling projects. Even like uh, Rare, who I believe are owned by Microsoft. Yeah, they are. Like they they focus on connect based games. That's yeah, what they've been the, doing. The for... story of Rare is one of the saddest in video gaming. What happened exactly? Well, do, do you know Rare? No. They did amazing games on well in, in the N sixty four and sort of early even before then, isn't it? They, well, yeah, they had a lot of games before that, but they were really big on N sixty four. They did Goldeneye. All right. Yeah, did they do so, a good Donkey Kong? Oh, uh, it's retro. No, before that they did Donkey Kong. I think they were somehow involved. Yeah. They worked with Nintendo a lot. Then Microsoft brought them, and instead of making any good games, they were forced to make mostly Avatar and Kinect-based games. Oh, terrible. Oh but anyway, so apparently they've laid off um, like 20-odd people, um, and they say they're rethinking their strategy for providing gameplay experiences and stuff. They all just sat around a big table saying, we're fucked. <laughs> we're all fucked. And that's one of Microsoft's <laughs> They're students. flailing their arms. Yeah, exactly. No one, I, I think very few people are going to go out and separately buy a Connect. So nobody's going to make games that are based around Connect anymore. Good games. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, I think they're completely screwed over Connect. And also, I, 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 I just don't know how I feel about it because, like I said, I'm happier I, that I can now get a console without the thing I don't want on it mm-hmm. and I'm paying less. That's good. But like I said before, I just don't feel that Microsoft, like anything that they planned, has worked. 
And uh, I mean, even features like they said, oh, yeah, one of the reasons why you need to be online all the time is because we've got these cloud based servers, which will really um, change the way that your games can run. Yeah, in like like four or five years time, instead of your Xbox One, doing most of the work is going to be done on the cloud and just thrown to you a bit like on live. Yeah, I mean, all of this is all of that has disappeared. So I don't know. The only reason I see to buy an Xbox One now is for a couple of exclusives, but even then... Which ones? Halo 5? Yeah, depends how it is. I mean, Gears of War in maybe a few years, but... Yeah, so... But who knows when the next Halo game is coming? You've ruined the link, Paddy! (laughs) That's what I do. I haven't got a story on that. What? That's the end of the news, Ben. Really? Yeah, I, I thought I'd keep it. I'm always getting told by people yeah. specifically. So you we? thought you'd miss out Halo Five? Oh, what, it's been announced. Oh yeah, Guardians bullshit. There's it's, a new there's no like there's, there's a new yet. Spartan armor person. What about even even better news for us? What about Far Cry Four? Well, that's oh, yeah. right. Wasn't that accused of I racism? Yeah, I don't want to. Oh, okay, Far Cry Four has been announced. There's been all this bullshit uproar about it. People saying it's racist. First of all, it's not. It's a second of all, <laughs> if it is. I don't care. He's the villain. I want to shoot him even yeah, more. Yeah, now we he know is. he's the villain, but, like, yeah. but people were thinking before that he was going to so be. The it's main. always he the villain. On the yeah, he exactly. Was in, he was in a pink suit. But Actually, Far Cry, pink Far Cry one wasn't. Yeah, but arguably you know, in Far Cry one, well. you they become the villain. Leaked mm. the synopsis or whatever, haven't they? For the game. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think this is news. So that's why I didn't include it. It's bullshit. I don't think that was news, but I think Far Cry four itself was quite. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we, we've been away for two weeks, so I don't know. I didn't know where to cut the news well, there, off. And... There was also the first um, gameplay footage of Batman: Arkham Knight as well. Which no one cares. I care. It's I looking guess. really good. That's all I can say about that. I mean, I, I haven't yet finished Arkham Asylum, so I've got to play that and Arkham City. I'm going to skip Origins. Do you think this is more important? But than then, Far Cry then I'll move. No, Far Cry. Far Cry is, is Far Cry Four will end up. But then I'll move on amazing. to Arkham Knight probably. Mm. I love Far Cry 3. Far Cry 4 is going to be awesome. I, I got really angry because people were saying that the, the guy who made the art for the cover was racist and all that. And this whole bullshit of trying to ruin somebody's Yeah, like, but reputation. let's be honest. If it, if he'd coloured, like, the villain any other colour, it'd be, that's racist. Yeah, but, like, regardless, like, that man's doing a job. He did some fucking Can we cool... not do this? Because I listened to yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people okay, do this. Really One thing I will say, though. There's pros and cons on both sides. There's One thing this, I will say other. is his Who suit is pretty shit? fucking cool. That purple suit. Fancy myself that. My mind, the suit's white. I don't know why. It's, it's purple. pink. It's in, pinky it, purple. In my head, it's not even a suit. He's wearing a pink bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all need to refresh ourselves on the cover. It's puce. I plan to take over this world in my pink fluffy bathrobe. In my puce robe. So, let's move on to the comic book news, the movie news, and what else do you do, Paddy? Film, Film news. news. Film news, that's it. Carry on. All right, my first bit of news um, is actually very recent. Um, it was announced, I think, yesterday. Uh, Edgar Wright, the director of such films like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, he was going to direct the Ant-Man film, which he's been working on since 2006. He has recently stepped down from directing due to... Um, well, I think what they, they've released is... Uh, mutually understood reasons but apparently the higher ups kept demanding script rewrites and apparently it's just been conflicting with his vision so he stepped down I thought they'd already started production on this I thought they had as well so, well they'd started the casting process but apparently uh, I thought they'd already cast it wasn't it Paul Rudd yeah Rudd. it's Paul Rudd 
Mm. I suppose there is the rest of the film to cast. Nah. Uh, 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 He's a very versatile actor. <laughs> He's playing everyone. <laughs> right. And not even in separate takes. He literally jumps between the different... <laughs> uh, right now, it, it looks as if it isn't Marvel's... Um, because uh, of Marvel, I see what because he did there right now. Or Joss Whedon. Both of them have been very supportive mm. about... Right, so um, people, are, people are thinking that it might be the Disney mm. guys yeah. just going... Yeah, well, I like the sound everything. of. I mean, they because they were describing it as a kind of a, a bank heist type, it, a comic caper. Yeah, and it was going to be kind caper. of. Yeah. Well, so, fill fill me on fill me in okay. on Edgar Wright. What's he directed? Uh, Hot Fuzz, Shaun yeah. of the Dead, Spaced, The Connect, um, Scott Nicola Pilgrim the versus the World. Ah, oh, that's the one. I was trying to think of what he'd done that wasn't involved. Say Scott in Pilgrim, Peg. Mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Oh, cool. I love that film. Yeah, see, he's never really done a film that's sort of got a kind of, not a broader appeal, but a mm. sort of more family appeal, I'm going to say. He's not exactly uh, a widely known director, I would say. Well, no. I mean, Marvel have, have been known to like use yeah. like very... Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, that's the one that surprised <laughs> me. When very surprising choice thought. of directors. I mean... Joss Whedon, for example, he'd only directed one film and spent most of his time on TV. He, he gave us Avengers. Which... Also, John Favreau, hmm. he made Elf. a heck of a leap. He made a heck of a leap. So. It's a hilarious man. Just, I think, I think I love, he's... You came back to me after watching Iron Man 3. It's like, Christ, he's got the fat. <laughs> I didn't recognise him at first. Was it the mullet? That he's got an incredible, yeah, incredible haircut. <laughs> Okay, um, he's, he's just put, a, put out a new film about a chef. I think. Oh yeah, that that actually looks yeah, quite what, good. What's it called again? Chef. Chef. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, some crack about a cook cook movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, also, while we're on uh, Marvel production, um, the Daredevil Netflix series, a guy called Drew Goddard was a, was going to be the showrunner for that, and he's he's also been. He's also worked with uh, Joss Whedon on stuff like Buffy and Dollhouse. He's stepped down as well, and he's re- being replaced by a guy called Stephen DeKnight. I was really hoping you were going to say Segal then. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> no. Stephen Segal. Is the it's it's the perfect name, considering it's from the Marvel Knights run. <laughs> yeah, so Stephen DeKnight, he's, he's also someone who's worked with Whedon a lot. So, you know, no one's really sure what's happened here. They've literally replaced one Whedon Knight for another. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this whole Netflix collective of series. What, what other characters are they doing? Uh, Power Man or Nick Luke Cage, <laughs> not Nick Cage. Nick Cage. <laughs> um, and it's gonna. It's it? him and Iron Fist, isn't it? Yeah, Iron yeah, Fist and Jessica Jones. Uh, they're doing one about her. They're doing another one. And they're doing aren't the they? Defenders, like mini oh, that's it. Yeah, team up series. They're doing all, all three separate, and then Defenders. Mm. Okay, and. Also, um, Agent Carter, the um, spin-off of Captain America and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, that's going to get given eight episodes, uh, which will air between um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s kind of mid-season break. Cool. See, that's, that's a really good number to give, I think. Yeah, I think they can tell like a really good, complete story. No, no filler bollocks or anything and, like that. And it, whenever it's more than 12, <laughs> that's, that's what they have to do. They did it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where you have to have a couple of sort of Villain of the Week episodes, mm. and it just makes it a weaker show. Mm. Filler bollocks. <laughs> that's a good word. How long is the show going to be? So like 20 minutes, 40 minutes? I imagine it'll be a 
minute long episode yeah. thing. Okay. And <laughs> what people don't know is it's actually set around the time of Captain America 2 and she's yeah, it's a very be... old lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly about her dealing with her carers. <laughs> <laughs> she's convinced the black one to... <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, she's an old lady. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of old ladies are racist. That's the views of Danielle Harusi <laughs> and no one else. <laughs> okay. Um, you get next. harongs of angry emails about this. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, it looks as if as if Prometheus 2 will actually happen at some stage. Ridley Scott is currently yeah. looking to film in Australia. <laughs> Prometheus 2? It's a film everyone wants. Uh, people actually wanted the first one until they were just like, we're not going to make it anything I, like Alien. Why can't they just grow a pair and do an Alien reboot? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only horror film they haven't rebooted. It'd be easy. Hmm. Would it? Yeah. Would it, Ben? Yeah. It'd just be like... a it wouldn't, it wouldn't even have to be a proper reboot. It'll just be another ship encountering an alien and everything going. F- yeah, people would love that. And that. They'll have to get a new designer, though. Mm. Yeah, but he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, next, um, as we're on the subject of designers, a guy called Don Levine, who was the creator of the G.I. Joe toys, died of cancer, I think, yesterday at age 86. So G.I. Joe has... As we all know, Sayoff's toys became a big cartoon in the eighties, and Channing Tatum has appeared in one and a half films. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> Spoilers: He died like ten minutes into the second oh, one. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm actually planning on watching. That. Did you know that? I was going to watch that. that. I love GI Joe: Rise of Cobra. <laughs> Great film. Okay, um, Christopher Eccleston was in that, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I like him. What's the rock in it? He rocks in the second, in the second one. Yeah. Roadblock. Okay. I love the rock. <laughs> Speaking of the rock, he did a film called Race to Witch Mountain. <gasps> so what's up next, what? Paddy? What, what other news is coming in? <laughs> the answer is booming voice in that mountain. <laughs> Race to Witch Mountain, the one over there. <laughs> okay. Um, I got another couple. I've only got another couple of headlines. Um, X Men: Dangers of Future Past has made. 261 million globally so far considering it only came out two days ago and we were part of that that's pretty good yeah and we will be discussing it in great detail at a later date dun 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 (laughs) (laughs) okay next uh, the trailer for Doctor Who series 8 it's for Doctor Who starting again in August. I'm so happy about this. Couldn't give yeah. a shit. I've completely <laughs> forgotten about I forgot Doctor Who you existed. You watch Doctor Who it's got that guy in it. Oh, yeah, Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Oh, now you, <laughs> now you give a shit. Yeah. You love Peter Capaldi. I was going to say, what the hell? I forget about Exterminate. Him. Fuck is he by? <laughs> <laughs> I forget about him being the Doctor all the time. And I'm like, don't care. And then the minute someone make, like, references him being the Doctor... I'm back in. I, I really look forward to whoever's going to... A curly whirlish to be the size of a small ladder. Whoever's going to re-edit all the episodes so it's Malcolm Tucker talking over him. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe... A, are they, could they do a comic relief special where they meet? I don't know. They've got to do something. Yeah. It'd be hilarious. Okay. Um, When's that starting? 
August. Terrible time to start. I know. Um, okay, let's see. So Ian McKillen has turned 75 this week. Is that, I thought he was older than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking old. <laughs> Love He's, that. Well. <laughs> so, yeah, happy Face birthday to him. <laughs> <laughs> you were brilliant in X-Men. Well happy done. birthday, Magneto. <laughs> and Gandalf. And Gandalf. <laughs> speaking of Gandalf... Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of Lord of the Rings, uh, Vigo uh, Mortensen, who played um, Aragon, he's been a bit oh, of a dick, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he, he, he's now got. He, he's, he's further alienating himself from all the money his career could make him. He, he's he's criticised how Peter Jackson handled directing the second and third parts of Lord of the Rings trilogy. He's basically said that um, you know, no one was sure if he was going to make money. It was really over budget. And everyone calmed down after they saw the first film mm. in cinemas. So that gave Jackson a lot more budget and he went CGI crazy. And thing is, I agree with Vigo on this one. I think that I was a, think... just a better way for him to say that. Yeah, the way he's gone about it is, but he's, well, he's really dicked upon what? Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. What he also said, and I actually quite like this. Now, obviously, Lord of the Rings, when they filmed it, they sort of filmed all three at once. Yeah, but they tried to get as much of one done first. Yeah, so, and he said... If if one had come out and it hadn't been a success, the other two would have made directed DVD. Yeah, and they'd done no other work on them. They'd have been like really shitty directed DVD films, <laughs> which I, I'd kind of like to have seen. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, instead I, of CGI, it's just they've, they've kind of used cartoons instead. I just don't think it's a very clever career choice mm. on behalf of uh, well, career decision on behalf of Vigo to kind of shit well, it's, it's, has he even been in stuff recently it's been, he has it's been over 10 years since then I think, he was I think that's like long enough to say that he was in The wow. Road and he a was in History of Violence yeah History of Violence he also, well, he he also some weird com- angry I think this will scenes. get him more parts than he, if he would have said nothing at all he's complained about uh, History of Violence as well like, I've no idea what he said maybe but. let's not work it, with he's, he's an actor who's, he, he's, not, he's not really about making money he's yeah, he's he's more the the actor kind. He's more of the he'll take a part of the interesting yeah. kind. Like when he played Tex in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, Christ. Well, I think his name was Tex. Good job, Vigo. It was something mm. cool like that. All right, and finally, um last week the first image of Ben Affleck as Batman and a bit of a Batmobile was released. It was in black and white. It looks as if the design's going with the Batman Returns look from Frank Miller. So massive bat. He looks pretty tasty. He's pretty big. pretty much takes up his entire chest. There was a comparison picture between him and Christian Bale and he is huge. I didn't know know that uh, Affleck could get that big. Mm. And hopefully this will turn out better than his previous comic book film, Daredevil. (laughs) I thought you were going to say when he briefly appeared in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. (laughs) He, yeah. He's going to play... Blunt Man or Chronic, one of them too. <laughs> Affleck knows that he royally fucked up. Mm. Well, that they all royally fucked but up he's, on Daredevil. Since then, his, his career's uh, apart from been John really Coffey well. or whatever mm, the yeah. man's real name is. Quite like Bullseye in that. Although well, when he re- kills the old lady, was it Michael by Duncan Clark? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, who died like last year? Yeah, he's a legend. He yeah. did good. He was really good in that. Yeah. Everything. He's the best part of thing about that film. Yeah, I wouldn't mind now rewatching it mm. and seeing if it is terrible or not. Mm. I you, think it is. You gotta be careful. Sometimes you think they're terrible, and you rewatch them, and you and you realise mm. this was either bef- before its time, ahead of its time, mm. or terrible. I mean, Fantastic Four, for example, they they went with a kind of comic angle when everyone else was trying to be dark and gritty. Yeah, I like Fantastic they'd, Four. If they'd films. have done it now, it'd have been all right. Yeah, they're really good films. Although they actually. could have kind of 
Go by slightly better special effects. Rework I, the second I, um, one, maybe. <laughs> I watched a little bit of X-Men Wolverine Origins. Yeah. And I think... That scene in the... No, no, never mind. I, I think the issue with that film mm. is it would have been passable had none of the other films existed. Like, none of these other comic book films, which set the bar so high. Yeah. Like, I think if you watch it completely out of, out of that context, yeah. it's actually all right. It's kind of like an all right action First film. First 15 minutes of that film are very good. Seeing, seeing Wolverine go through all the uh, different battles in history, that's mm. cool. Mm. But at the same time, you're going, how bored must he have been to want to get shot at? Yeah, I mean, and also, Hugh Jackman was a producer on it, I mm. noticed in the credits. So he yeah. obviously wanted... Yeah, who's part of making the actual film get made. Mm. But it's just so meh. Who directed that? Uh, Gavin Hood, I think. He watched Gavin like 20 Hood. minutes of it the other day. He wanted yeah, I know, but I'd seen a little bit more of that. I, th- I think it was another well. case of a studio may have had a I remember, bit too much. I, I was reading about it recently, and Hugh Jackman, someone, someone was trying to get it to be a lot bloodier, mm. and Hugh Jackman was very against that. Really? Really? I, he's, yeah. he's the one who normally goes on about how he wants Wolverine to be a bit more berserker. Yeah, but at that, at that point, I think he was just worried about his career. <laughs> anyway, um, let, let's get so it too, off. It's too, just too quick, long, though. That's the yeah. problem with the film, it's too long. One more thing about it as well. Okay. Ryan Reynolds, he was he was good. He could have. He was really yeah. good. Love and Ryan Especially when he, comes, when he jumps out of the elevator yeah, with all the swords, the swords. Yeah. like dodging, yeah. and he cuts the bullet in half and it mm. flicks off and kills two people. Mm. That was cool. Yeah. Mm. Carry on. All right. So, yeah, Ben Affleck looking good as Batman, and the title has pretty has been released. <laughs> okay. It's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Dawn. It's of... pretty much saying, yes. This, they've put Batman's name before Superman, whose film this is, and, it's, and the subtitle is pretty much going, this is pretty much a prologue to the Justice League film, which we're working yeah. on. Mm. So are they going to fight each other in this film? <laughs> well, I, yeah. I imagine Just with wondering. a title like Batman v Who, Who's going to win, though? Well, can either of them win? Well, it's normally, it's kind of always well, a draw. Batman has a plan for everything, doesn't yeah, he, apparently? Batman has a plan for everything, but Superman can suit probably pummel Kryptonite. him into the dust. Yeah, but they've never shown a smart Batman in film version, have they? So No, not it's, really. Yeah. So, so 90% of the people watching that mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. are going to be thinking, well, Batman doesn't mm-hmm. stand a chance. No, but, but, All but, he ever fights are retards on the street. The great thing is just, um, so on the internet, it's like Batman, world's greatest detective, and it's just, the clips from his film were going, where are they? Who are you? Who are you? What does he want? I have a question. Why are they dumping it in the river? <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you, Paddy, because yeah. you're kind of the resident Batman super fan. I'm Batman. I've watched, That's I'd the say, <laughs> the majority of the Batman films. All right. Have they ever actually portrayed him as a detective rather than just a man who fights crime? Um... Like literally, it was, it was kind of a detective in the Adam West series. Yeah, but oh, the Adam. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Anti-shark spray. I think the, the closest the closest he's been to being portrayed as a detective was that scene in the, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight where he takes a bullet out of a wall and just uses a machine gun yeah. to fire bullets into the wall to try and work out what kind of round was used. Yeah, what bugs me about that is, it, I think they actually say it in the film that. He was he he was only able to work that out not because he was smart but mm. because he had the time mm. <laughs> so, and and the, and the means to a certain extent. I don't, yeah, re, in more recent, well, in 
since the 80s, since uh, Tim Burton's Batman, it hasn't really been about the detective. I mean, Nolan's been... The Nolan films were great because it actually had Bruce Wayne dealing with him under the mask rather than just the mask and the villains. But no one's really done Batman as a detective properly. I feel like in the majority of the Batman films, it's literally just been using Batman as an excuse to have villains Mm. who are interesting rather than focusing on the fact that Batman is, you know, very clever. Well, at least Nolan did try to kind of do like a story arc trilogy-wise, which kind of worked. Mostly worked. Actually, thinking back on it, in Batman Forever, he does come across as quite intelligent. Oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Now, when you think about it, you realise, oh, yeah, he's quite smart Mm. in that. Yeah, Batman Forever. Not as bad as people say. Batman and Robin... Batman just Forever that. Is, is my favourite Batman film. Batman and Robin is just for the puns. I wouldn't mind a Batman film similar to Watchmen. Watchmen, not Watchmen, Watchmen. Mm. Where there's kind of like that mystery. Because you know in Watchmen there... Mm. Damn it, I said Watchmen rather than Watchmen. Um, you know they're, they're wondering they, who's killing off you yeah, know, heroes, the heroes yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. That kind of that You want mystery. a Batman closer to Rorschach then? Yeah, yeah. Rorschach Rorschach of the Watchmen that kind of almost film noir kind <laughs> of you know that so this film um, <laughs> mystery kind of this dark thing about it they're trying to figure you know uncover <laughs> a big you know uh, conspiracy all that I'd love to see that in a Batman film <laughs> rather than just some psycho is terrorising a yeah, city yeah well I, I think while some people while some like filmmakers will try and do that I think the studio it Mm. for now is still kind of I'd not... say I'm going to say this over you actually okay go His, but the best chance for them to do that would be in an ensemble piece like Justice League because mm. obviously he'd send Superman to do the punching mm. while he's trying to figure shit out mm. no, I think the best Chloe, stop it the best example of like Batman like truly thinking like being, showing how smart he is was the uh, comic book uh, Justice League Tower of Babel where it, you discover that Batman's literally got a backup plan in case any of any the Justice League goes heroes. rogue yeah he forgot to write he forgot to write it in code <laughs> it gets stolen <laughs> anyway Christ that was a long Batman tangent um, where were we? I have you now finished been, the news you finished yeah. yeah he said finally Batman cool let's move on to Chloe news there is none there you're is gonna, you're gonna it's a speak. nice long silence there. I like that awkward silence. It's nice. Um, welcome yeah, to Chloe awkward News. awkward silence for us. It's dead air for everyone listening. They're fucking MP3 player. They're skipping forward 15 seconds. They're cutting into me saying this and they think, oh, I've missed stuff now. And then they go back, but they've gone back too far and they go forward and it's not enough. They think they're... Uh, Classic. Now they're just listening to us having a rant about fast forwarding. <laughs> they won't even understand the joke I just made. <laughs> what joke did you make? <laughs> so, so what's, what's on Chloe news um, Chloe news is different this week because there is no news oh. we're going to have a nice discussion about? instead about superheroes Paddy when are you going to stop drinking <laughs> <laughs> what was that soft or stuff you're hurting all of us <laughs> superheroes superheroes something that Paddy likes Yay. Yes. so I just th- you know I was just thinking the other day about superheroes well, I like supervillains, but superheroes in general. And with us all seeing X-Men recently and with Captain America having come out and all these different films, why are you looking around? I'm not. Then? 
<laughs> no? Um, I was just wondering, who is everybody's favourite superhero on screen and comic book, if you will, if you, you know, if that's for you, just, and why? Why don't you start off? Because you've had I like two super weeks villains. to think about this. Okay. <laughs> We've had 20 seconds. Well, my favourite supervillain is... No, I like Loki, and I also like the Winter Soldier in, in films. Why? Well, both of them have awesome. recently become more anti-heroes than villains in comic yeah. wise. No, I, I just... I think they're both awesome. There's something about the villain that I like, but I also like Captain America so a lot. why didn't you ask who's your favourite villain? Because I, cause you all like superheroes. Because <laughs> you all like superheroes. No, not comic character. No, superheroes. Like, so, or you could, if you make it simple, who's your favourite Avenger? Which one? Really? Phil Coulson. <laughs> See, I like Captain America, so I just think he looks really cool. He's a nice guy, and, you know, it's just like a nice Namor, story. The Submariner. Namor. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. I think he's a bit of a dick. He's one of the more complicated um, members of the Avengers because he's also a mutant, isn't he? So. There's, I think, a massive debate whether Fox or Disney can use him. Mm. Imperious Rex. Who? That's what he, sa- he shouts at when he goes into battle. Oh, really? Yeah. Christ. Imperious Rex. I think... I think it loosely translates as death to infidels. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you realise that Rex means king, right? That is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So... Ben, who's your favourite hero on on the screen? On the screen, mm. uh, Spider Man. Really? Yeah, he does whatever Seriously. a spider can. I don't. I don't think we've <laughs> had a good, good Spider Man. I mean, well, the, the most recent one. That's he's getting there. That, that's been like the closest he's ever been. So better than that wet rag, Tobey Maguire. I mean, at least, at least in Spider-Man, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, he was, like, saying really bad jokes and everything. and But not really bad jokes, but he had Spidey's sense of humour, which is one of the key characteristics. Yeah, but you also got to think so. of them separately as well, because a lot of people who see the films don't read comic books, mm. so they might like it just for that. Why have we so not if you separate them? them? No, just separate <laughs> it. As I said, who's your favourite comic book? Because mm. oh, you could really like Spider-Man the comic books, mm. but I mean, like, do you also like him separately as, mm. you know, a it's film character? It's very separate, because you, you, you're looking at it from that point of view. Mm. If it, does that mean that you don't like Spider-Man as much, then, because he's not as you want him to well, be? Well, for instance, if one of my biggest bitch rants that I've done for a while was mm. about the Mandarin in... Yeah. So, you are so upset about watched, that. Um, the, have we got uh, enough no, memory yes. for this? No, <laughs> no I'm not, not going to say anything. One shot, um, Hail the King. No, I haven't watched it yet. I'm, watch that. I'll I think that'll make you slightly happy. Where, where the hell can you watch that? It's on the YouTube. Thor. It's the it's on uh, the Thor Blu-ray. Right? Yeah, the, the latest Thor film. Um, no, but what you were saying about separate it, it's hard for me to separate what I think of a character in the comics to how I you know think about them in the films. Um, a recent... Well, actually, no, it's not recent at all. Uh, a, a portrayal of a, a comic book character in a film that I really like was Kelsey Grammer as uh, Beast. Hmm. I thought he pretty much encapsulated how I feel about the Beast in that... Intelligent? Yeah, he's really intelligent, got the kind of the um, the way of dealing with people, but he's also got that kind of humour, uh, the anger that comes with being the Beast. What do you think of Nicholas Holt's... Um, I quite liked him. I, I think Nicholas Holt is could, perfect as young Beast. Yeah, exactly. You could kind of see the link between them, but how he would turn into mm. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. And I, I thought particularly in first class, I liked that kind of story of him becoming beast, mm. um, especially kind of in contrast with the way that uh, Mystique developed and kind of that kind of crossing of paths, but then going in different ways. So um, yeah, I really like Beast. Crossing in the films. of paths and then going in different ways. <laughs> well, you can you can very cross, much very much a crossroads. You can cross someone's path and then think like he did a little X with your fingers as well. You, you know, know what X men see? Yeah. You know what? I might go with that person and then their path becomes your path. Hmm. That's called joining paths. Yeah, but you cross paths first. That's, That's a wide right. Direction. Getting back to the question. Yeah, so Beast. I like Beast a lot in the you films. Like Beast. I think uh, Kelsey Grammer was fantastic, and uh, was it Nicholas Holt? I think yeah. he did a good job of young beast and i can see that progression of how he turns into the coastal grammar beast so in the films beast's probably one of my favorites um other than that magneto pl- both fast bender and um ian mckellen i think both of them just fucking nail it hmm. especially in mckellen but do you feel the same about the comic book characters then or oh yeah you... magneto i've been thinking about this a lot recently magneto is probably my favorite comic book character He's, well, he you can understand why he does the things yeah, he do, does. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I think the best, the absolute best villains are ones that you can, whether you, with. yeah, whether you condone their actions or not, it's about knowing where they're coming from. And I don't like villains who are evil for the sake of being evil. Like Joker, whilst I find it kind of interesting, the whole, um, obviously I know that's DC, I'm not saying it's Marvel, but I, I do like that whole kind of, um, carnage and anarchy for the sake of anarchy. No, but carnage I, is Marvel. Uh, but I really like it when you understand why a villain is doing what he's doing. I think Magneto, especially when they introduce the whole, um, the kind of the Jewish element to mm. it and the Holocaust, I think they really gave him pretty much the greatest reason for doing, mm. you know, what he does and his beliefs. And I just think he's immensely powerful. He looks fucking awesome mm-hmm. it's a power that i would like he's got really cool he's got a cool history um and i think the film's kind of built on that a bit as well and uh, yeah i just yeah love magneto favorite it's a good answer cool. yeah i'm gonna take it <laughs> <laughs> just repeat everything that i did <laughs> yeah so you agree yeah whenever you read a comic with magneto in it he steals the show Mm. and if you're reading this like a series where he's part of the team you just can't wait to get to his bits also i think the fact that he he kind of goes across the line of being a you know a hero and a villain Mm. quite a bit um i can't remember what series it was in but when he ends up running uh, the x-men academy like, like the school have you read those there's like twenty. Was in that was that um, I can't one of the Age of Apocalypse? Ones I think it. I think it might have been where yeah. um, someone goes back in time and accidentally kills Professor X instead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, the fact that he kind of he has that good mm. element in him is good. Well, did you did you know that both Professor X and Magneto were based on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X? Oh really? Yeah. Didn't know that. One 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 was trying to have both live peacefully together. One was very. Show them what we can do. Yeah, so Professor X was MLK. I'll help you out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paddy, what about you? Who's, who's your favourite? Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, Paddy. Joe, fix it. 
um, well, Batman's always been one of my favourites. Um, but um, uh, there's so many characters I really enjoy, like um, Nightcrawler. I, enjoy, mm. I, I find mm. amusing. I mean, he, he wasn't really shown in X Men Two, but in the comic books, he's he's got this really jokey personality. They let it out a bit in X Two, but not not it, a lot. No. I really liked it in the films where, like, for instance. I think it's when uh, I can't remember. It's it's towards the end of the film when someone meets him and they're like, "Who the hell's this guy?" It's like, "I'm Kurt, Kurt Wagner, but, but in the Munich, Munich Circus, <laughs> in the Munich Circus, I was good." It's like, yeah, stop it. <laughs> also, I mean, one of my favorite comics actually um, is I think it's where I can't remember why they were in space. They're in space, and it's when Jean. Um, she basically sacrifices herself to save the X-Men as they're coming down. Is, that, is that the um, it's when she becomes Yes, yeah, when she becomes the Phoenix. Yeah. Um, and they're basically, they're waiting, all the X-Men are waiting with her in hospital. Mm. And he goes out and he meets this young boy a few times mm. and kind of they talk to each other and tell each other their, um, mm. their story. And then basically it turns out at the end the boy was a ghost and it was just a way of kind of Nightcrawler getting through his emotional issues. Yeah. It was a really... Really powerful comic, and uh, I love Nightcrawler. He's a fucking cool character. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Chloe? Have you got any more to add? Not really. No, I don't really read comic books or anything. Why do you ask the question? I just enjoy the films because <laughs> you focus those on comic books, but also you, you know reading comic books. You might like them. I've been trying to get her to read Days of Future Past. No. It's only like three, no, two it's issues. Two, two issues. Yeah. I'm not keen on it. I just don't. I just don't find them that entertaining. Yeah, I like could... books to be books. If you're going to read anything, I'd say start with the Ultimate Comics. No... They're, they're, most, like, they're kind of half-based on the film. You know, it's very modern kind of... They're, they're, you don't have to do any backstory mm. reading. Uh, they're modern enough that they don't feel really outdated in, in just the mm. way they're written. They're all kind of... Yeah, the early X-Men ones. Gene, get us tea. Gene, <laughs> why aren't you cleaning? <laughs> no, I do have a couple of comic books. Which I like. my, my absolutely favourite scene is one in, in like one of the first 30 issues of Uncanny X-Men. It's Beast and Iceman. They're out on a date with two girls. One of them's called Zelda for a start, which is a sign of the times because that happened before the games ever came out. Wow. And they have to make up an excuse for why they've got to leave. And he goes, sorry, my dear, I'm going to go back to my hotel room and take a tranquilizer. (laughs) 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 He just leaves. (laughs) Really weird writing back in the the day. The brilliant thing is Iceman back then just looked like a snowman. (laughs) It throws snowballs at people. They're meant to be teenagers, but they they all look and dress like they're about eighty. <laughs> just yeah, quickly, very, very also, just as start aside, favorite comic book relationship for me is Colossus and Kitty Pride. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good. One. They got. Well, they've recently broken up now. Um, I don't know who Colossus is with, but I think Kitty and Iceman are everything. And they're back on. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Anyway. <laughs> It's like, it's like Sorry, gossip corner, isn't it? <laughs> but you didn't answer Paddy or Ben who your favourite film superhero Four. is. Oh, film Thor. superhero. Yeah. Um, what, just because you like his rugged, handsome looks? Or? Yeah. He's, a, he's yeah. a handsome man. I would. Muscles or muscles. Ninja Turtles. Which one? Then, uh, yeah, you can't have that. They've yeah, had films out already. Yeah, yeah, they're cartoons, aren't they? No, they've yeah, had three live-action films. Want, you like those, yeah, really? they're awesome. And Shredder, he's, just, he's covered it. He looks like a giant uh, cheese grater, which is amazing. He's a dangerous man. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. 
Cool. Well, that's Chloe that's news. That's the end of Chloe week, news. Yeah. So, moving on to Ben with the uh, the releases for the week. It's a shallow week. Uh, first up, May 27th. I didn't believe this when I read this. So, this is Tuesday, May 27th. Watch Dogs is out. I thought it was the 29th yeah. it was coming out. Uh, Why a Tuesday? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even realise it was coming out. I thought that's still months away. No one's talking about. No I feel like it. it was on the last podcast. So what? Two weeks ago, when I said they've only just gone gold. So from that, they've printed all the things, shipped them everywhere, and it's ready on Tuesday. Yeah. Which means they, they're either like four days late or they're three days early. So. I think a Tuesday is a weird. Day I'm looking to forward to, to that. I mean, I'm probably not going to get to play it for ages, but I'll probably. It, play it looks it one promising. Day. So ben, what, what are you going to play that on? Well, it's out on 360, PS3, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Not Wii U yet. Yeah, then. not Wii U. So Yeah, they're still working on that one. Yeah. Um, which, that probably means they're still working on it because they don't want to have to go through all the issues of trying to patch it. Mm. Whereas the other ones, they can put something broken at. I'd probably play it PC because it would be better, frankly. Uh, next up, May 28th, Borderlands 2 on Vita. Which so, is that Wednesday then? Uh, yeah, that's this Wednesday. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's when the PlayStation Store updates and stuff. Yep. Uh, Apparently, it's not very good. Didn't you cancel your pre-order? Oh, I cancelled my pre-order. I was going to ask you about that, because I knew you'd pre-ordered it. I thought, if I were in that situation, I'd probably cancel it as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, when it's getting 5.5s across the board, yeah. basically. There was one high score, which was 95%, um, I think it was PlayStation Lifestyle, but everywhere else has pretty much panned it. And I figured, I've got so many Vita games that I'd rather play, you know, on the on the go I'm going to get back into Borderlands 2 I, I think we should start playing again I'll just yeah. play on the PS4 PS3 where it's working fine there's every chance that the Vita version may receive a couple patches down the line and yeah. become you know not significantly better but a few points better yeah right next up May 30th the big one so this is actually Friday the big dog yeah so Worms Battlegrounds is on PS4 and Xbox not the one I went on then <laughs> So this is really? the yeah, it's so th- worms. This is the first game. worms game uh, to come out on these new consoles. So, how long you... has it been since I last released a worms game? Oh, they um, do them all the time. It's been one a month, I think, for the past <laughs> thirty years. It's, there's been it's a like, few. You know those adverts on the TV where they click, yeah, and they're normally signifying <laughs> a, ch- a child dying. This is just a different version of worms fucking appearing. Like port of this. Oh, get it on your phone. Oh, get it on your toilet roll. Just play it while you shit. Every time right. Danny clicks his fingers. <laughs> Bono is a massive twat. <laughs> Careful, Bono might listen. Okay, also on May 30th, we've got Gone Ready Home. Ready money, Ryan. <laughs> and that's not Bono, but he's uh, Irish. Gone Home on PC. That's already come out. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to do a severe amount of research to find out why this was releasing on this day. As far as I can tell, it's getting some kind of disc release. Okay. On PC. Seems completely unnecessary. I, yeah. I got excited from it because you said Gone Home on P and I thought you could say S4 because that is coming that's, out for that's that. That's what I had to look up. I looked up Gone Home. No, it came out last year as I thought it had, only mm. on PC. Then I looked up the company putting it out, Merge Games. Merge. I went on their website. They had nothing about it, but all they seem to do is disc-based versions of popular PC games. This is intriguing. Um, only indie games. And then I thought... Why aren't they saying they're putting out Gone Home in three days? And then I went on Amazon, where you could already buy Gone Home on disc from Merge Games. Mm. So they, I think I, there's more to this story, Ben. Yeah, I think I'm breaking ground on this. Yeah. 
Keep investigating. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of this. It Good. might go right to the heart of government. Good. And there's one get final Batman game involved. on May 30th. Mario Kart 8 is coming to Wii U. Yay. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Such yes. So I'm just going to put this out there now. I feel we should have a little you know, podcast video of us playing it somehow. Yep. Rainbow Road. I'll make it happen. <laughs> I don't know about Rainbow Road. You got yours? Pre- I know you're, you're you're downloading yours on the week. Yeah, I'm getting it digital. Says so here's a here's a little tip for you that I heard. Don't yeah. if you download <laughs> Super Mario Kart, the SNES one, the SNES yeah. one, it gives you a five pound off voucher. Uh, it will give you five pound forty nine off if you buy. If you have to buy that now before Friday and download it, mm. and then if you buy Mario Kart eight digitally, you get the five forty nine off. Mm. So you're essentially getting that game for free. for free. However, I think to do that, you have to buy it on eShop, which is 50 quid. But if you want to buy it digital, you can buy it on game.co.uk, mm. digital copy, for 40 quid. How do you know that that's the price? Is it, have they already got it up? Oh, yeah, it's all, uh, that's up already. So Interesting. If you, it's, not, it's not too bad a deal. So you're essentially getting Super Mario Kart for about 10 pounds. No, no, it's, oh, no. it's five, about four, five. five quid. Yeah. Which is an okay deal, but you've then got a much better Mario Kart to play. And remember, if you get Mario Kart on the Wii U and you uh, register the, the... What do they call them again? You register at Club Nintendo. Yeah, register at Club Nintendo. And you can get uh, a free download of a choice of eight games, such yeah. as... Lelja, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got Lelja, Fario, Jojo Binks, the Bobo Land. <laughs> so you got Zelda Wind Waker, Mario, uh, what is it? Mario Bros. U, Pikmin 3, Wii Party U, Wario something, uh, Nintendo Game Land. Watch, Nintendo Land, Nintendo Land, uh, Wonderful 101, Wonderful 101, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter. These are damn good games. Yeah, it's basically all the best games on the system. It, it is an exceptional deal. An exception. I was going to buy Mario Kart anyway, but I, this is just sweet. I can't imagine it. anyone not ha- not buying Mario Kart who's got a Wii U. It's the best game ever. So, Ben, out of those games, what would you recommend? Okay, get Mario Kart. And then, <laughs> get Mario Kart. And then, <laughs> out of the free twice. games. Out of the free games. Well, if you've never played any of those at all, I'd say... Wind Waker, if you're on your own. That's a great single-player game. If you, you've you never played one before, Monster Hunter, also an excellent option. I whole, like, 100% recommend Monster Hunter. Of all of them, you'll get the most uh, time out of that one by far. You can easily put in 300 hours yeah. and not get bored. Uh, it's got great online experience as well, which is rare for a Wii U game. If you yep. want a game to play with your friends, you've got Mario Kart already. What are you doing? <laughs> get Nintendo Land. That's brilliant although you should have really got that with your console if you got a 32 gig one yeah you might have never traded it in for some stupid <laughs> never traded it, never played it for some stupid reason yeah. um so yeah uh, other than that they're they're all winners fantastic really. deal i wonder if you get the points from the free game oh that might I, be too you, much you to probably ask. will to be honest I don't think you do because if you did it like um oh, and you got the free the monster, monster hunter, hunter game yeah mm. When you did that, you didn't get any points. So, yeah, we will be doing some kind of Pixel Spank video um, of us playing uh, Mario Kart. So, and we'll hopefully have a review up reasonably soon. I've got it pre-ordered. Hopefully it'll arrive on the day and I'll just... That's my weekend done. 
Cool. So, is there anything else that you guys have got to add to this podcast? Ben, you look like you've got something. Yeah, we've got the prize giveaway. Oh, the prize giveaway. <laughs> yeah, so anyone who listened to the very short podcast last week will know we've got a prize giveaway going on. For your chance to win a copy of Guns of Icarus online, you have to write an iTunes review of this podcast. Follow at Pixelspank and send in your proof to pixelspankpodcast at gmail.com. Has and anyone actually done it? You said write a review of this podcast. Is it this exact episode? No, or just a podcast on in iTunes. general? Or? If I said write a review on iTunes, they might say, yeah, I, I reviewed Jamie Oliver's cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody no, no, brilliant. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you said if it... I was aces. Stunning. You said the same last week, though. So for that, is it just in general, our podcast in general? Yeah, Pixels mm. Bank podcast. Okay, not a specific episode. I don't then. think you can review specific okay. episodes. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. And then, yeah, they'll be getting themselves a copy of, what was it, Guns of Icarus? Guns of Icarus um, online. Cool. How many winners is there? Just one. Uh, I've got three copies three. to give away. So, has anyone done it in the last week? <laughs> Paddy's going to make up a name. I really want to know. <laughs> Paddy, you can't That'd win. Be telling. I don't That's want Guns of Icarus. Probably got it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Guns of Icarus since before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that ends the Pixel Spank podcast. I think. Yeah. Yeah. On behalf of Ben, Paddy, and Chloe. Brian. Spank. 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 <laughs> no, what are you saying, mate? Brian? Spank. 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 <laughs>